Um, I would like to start off this episode apologizing for all the times I said um, I've said the R word in the past. Turns out I'm I'm not autistic. I'm actually <laughs> just like Kanye. <laughs> I think that still gives you the pass, personally. I think it should. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I love doing like the he's just like me meme in real life by getting a diagnosis. I think that's, that's- what. I have, okay, I have a note on my phone that has just things I thought were good jokes while I was manic. There's only four things on it right now, but I oh, think- but I need to hear them. Okay, okay, here here they are. The first one. Stripper called Canada dry? All right, okay. Look, there's potential Don't there. Don't know if that's anything. Um, the next one, post-mortem breast implants. <laughs> okay, I like that one. Third one, shoes are just foot helmets, which that one's no good. Okay, interesting. And then the last one, I'm like a mix of Sheldon, Kanye, and the Joker. Oh, fu- oh wow, you really buried the best one at the end there. I would like to note, I do think that uh, if we're going for soda names, I think Sierra Mist is a better name for a stripper, but that's just, you know, my Yeah, I was just take. like, <laughs> it was kind of a joke because I was like Canada Dry, that sounds really bad. Like, imagine if someone was like, ha, ha, ha. I was trying to come up with, like, a bad middle school joke where the punchline was Canada Dry, and I just couldn't think of anything. Let me think. Canada Dry. Hmm. Well, this will be our closer. I'll, I'll spend the whole hour <laughs> thinking about this quietly while you try and fill the air. And then... That'll be, that'll be really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a big fan of post-mortem breast implants, though. I think that one. one has I, bones. Yeah. I am... Um, in the very least it has breasts um, oh okay yeah there we go <laughs> folks we've still got it <laughs> um, i came from um i've been like passed out pretty much since i got back from wrestlemania this weekend fair i've enough. been like going to work and then sleeping and that's it <laughs> See, I, that's been my schedule, but without the going to WrestleMania part. I've just been going to work and then coming back home and sleeping. I uh, think that's called depression, Matt. Well, funny you should ooh. say. Uh, ooh. Um, yeah, let's let's list our diagnoses now. Okay. Uh, the fun Do you want them, like, alphabetical order or, like, chronological <laughs> order in the DSM-5? Like, what are we talking? I'm excited to uh, talk with a psychiatrist and get diagnosed with just, like, the Joker disease. That'll um, be so cool. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, <laughs> I'm like the pilot program for the DSM-6. Like, all right, we got Ooh. some new things we're trying out. Um, the DSM-6 is just that, like, character quiz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When, when I took that, I was so mad. The two top results I got were Krusty, Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons and Holden Caulfield from Yeah, Holden Caulfield and, and the Joker were two of mine. Oh, yeah, I was so mad. I was like, how are these my top characters? It's no good. Yeah, it was. I did not like that quiz. Um, but I also couldn't argue with it. And that's part of why I hated it so much, I think. So, uh, WrestleMania this weekend, boy, was that interesting. Yeah, do tell. I know nothing about WrestleMania, so I, I need to just guide me through this um, world. So, so night one, you know, we get there and everyone is just like, by the time I get to the stadium, Logan Paul is talking on the pre-show and just everyone is booing him. Oh, or Jake that... Paul, I think, was there talking okay, on the pre-show okay. and everyone was booing him. That's so funny. <laughs> because nobody likes him. 
Yeah, as you say. Um, so we go inside, and the show starts immediately. A wrestler gets completely injured because. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's one wrestler jumps on his back and he like squats him, right? Okay. And then the second one jumps on his back and his knee just twists in the wrong direction and he Ooh. collapses. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is a powerful start. Yeah, it's rough. Um, but the match that I feel the need to talk about the most is, of course, the Mysterios versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Um, <laughs> How did this go? Give me a play-by-play. Okay, so first, um, The Miz, who... Let me give you a rundown of who The Miz is. Yeah, please. He was a reality TV show star, right? On, um, I believe, Big Brother. And then he tried out for a, um, a wrestling reality TV show that WWE did for a while where the winner got a wrestling contract. Oh, oh boy, okay. And he got, like, second place. But they gave him a wrestling contract anyway. Man, a consolation wrestling yeah. contract. So he's been doing great since then. He's like very consistently okay at wrestling. All right. He's a heel. Um, and then of course his tag team partner, Logan Paul, who we all know, who I stand by. If they wanted him to be a heel, he should have walked out in the little alien hat from the Suicide <laughs> Forest video. Yeah, your your message to uh the Doug Zone was great. I would I would love to see Logan Paul go wrestling in the little alien hat. I would too. Hey. Other people have touched on that, but the they fact that he's wearing his, his finisher, the the Suicide Forest. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. The, the fact that he's wearing that hat in the video just makes everything about it just feel like a dream. Yeah, uh, it's but, very surreal. Yeah, what a what a great video. Uh, anyway, then, carry on. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've heard of Rey Mysterio. Yeah, yeah, famous lucha wrestler. He's like five six, right? Short little guy. Good for um, him. and his his son. Dominic Mysterio. Now, Dominic Mysterio has been on WWE TV since he was a child. Oh, good. Okay. Right? It's a healthy child. Because in kayfabe, his biological dad is Eddie Guerrero, who's dead. Eddie Guerrero okay. OD'd and died. Oh. Like, actually. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, wow, all right. And is Rey Mysterio's best friend, or was Rey Mysterio's best friend. Now... The reason that Dominic Mysterio was on WWE TV is because they had a ladder match over his custody. Oof. Okay. Um so it was a wrestle it was a wrestling match where there was a briefcase holding his like custody papers above the ring and the first right. one to get it won custody of the child. Okay, I'm back to I'm back to supporting this, but also I do this cannot have been good for this growing boy's mind, right? When did this, like, how old was he when this happened? How old was he? Let's find <laughs> out. <laughs> like, because if it's old enough to remember, I think this is a problem. Oh, old enough to remember for sure. Okay, that's, He's yeah. like 25 now, but. Okay, yeah, that's rough. Custody match. Dominic Mysterio custody match. Um, <laughs> what year was it? Tell me like what that year combination it was. Of 2005. Work. Ooh, so he yeah. was like nine. Yeah. Okay. That's like I think that's the worst age for this to happen because it's like old enough that you'll remember it, and also young enough that you might not entirely. Yeah, I'm gonna send you it. a picture of the of the type of the card, like the yeah, advertisement please. for it. Oh yes! Wow, this is somehow he was seven. Seven. Yeah. Somehow everyone involved in this 
looks exactly how I imagined them. Um, I love this. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a whole storyline where it was like, ooh, who's his... Who's it gonna be? Is it is he actually Eddie's son or is he Ray's son? What's gonna happen? What an incredible just way to like you're like, oh we need some we need some, we need some plot lines to fill the season. Let's just have them fight over this boy. Like <laughs> I yeah. respect that. Um, so Rey Mysterio wins that match, right? Okay. And so Dominic is his son now. Um, <laughs> all right, good. Yay. Flash forward. Um, well, Eddie Guerrero tragically passes away and it's very well known that Rey Mysterio is Eddie's best friend. And like, he does a lot of stuff to honor him. He even like comes out in ring attire at this WrestleMania, like kind of honoring Eddie Guerrero. Okay. So what happens during the match is, um, Logan Paul does all of Eddie Guerrero's signature moves to his son. Jesus Christ. Okay. So he does a a move called the Three Amigos, and then he does one other thing. I forget what it's called, but he basically, like, shakes his titties and then does a giant frog splash. um, All right. Which is an Eddie Guerrero classic. Yeah, I... I was hoping. I was hoping that wasn't just like a Logan Paul original. Let me tell you, though. Logan Paul's surprisingly good wrestler. He won me over in the ring, and that's what I'm angriest about. That is... That might he be the won worst everyone thing. over in the ring. Yeah, that might be the worst thing anyone has ever said on this podcast. Like, yeah, yeah, I hate to say it. He was so he was the second best celebrity that's wrestled a match. That's the first insane. one, of course, being Bad Bunny last year. He was Wait, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's a really good wrestler. Everything you tell me about this like world just opens up so many like new doors that well, I didn't even weirder. know existed. This- this WrestleMania has some weird ones. So, um, <laughs> Logan Paul and The Miz end up winning. And then The Miz turns on Logan Paul, does a skull-crushing finale. Logan Paul ends up face down on the mat. And then uh, The Miz walks out, basically. All right, and everyone okay. cheers because Logan Paul got a shit rocked. Which, um, yeah, fair enough. Even I'd though he won too. us over with his wrestling, we still wanted him to lose. Yeah. <laughs> like any good villain. Yeah, exactly. Um other notable things that happened that that night uh a fight started in the stands during one of the matches <laughs> okay um, i wish you could tell like on the pay-per-view like on the recorded part when the fight started in the stands but it was like right below my section so my section immediately <laughs> was like who cares about charlotte flair versus ronda rousey these five people this. are like rocking each other's shit in the stands <laughs> we're watching that <laughs> That is awesome. Who won? Wait, hang on. Give me the lineup, though. Who who was in this fight? It was this. It was this. This fat guy, white guy in a stone cold shirt. Okay. Um. There was this redhead girl. There was this brown haired, like middle aged woman. Um. And then these other two guys. One of them had a beard. One of them was wearing glasses. Okay. All right. Mm, Uh, A stone cold guy got kicked out. The lady, oh. the middle-aged lady with the brown hair, though, was about the smoke and wanted to, like, chase him out of the building. That's so funny. <laughs> I, that really rocks. I, I've yeah. got to make my way to WrestleMania. It sounds like, the vibes there just must have been incredible. I can't imagine. 
It was it was the very good. This place, and then of course, uh, Cody Rhodes redebuted, and that was incredible. Uh, it's basically like if you were watching a Marvel movie, and then halfway through, the Man of Steel soundtrack started playing, and Superman showed up. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Awesome. Okay, he was he's was the vice president of the rival wrestling company up until February. Oh, that is And he redebuted with his gimmick from the company he created, so everyone was like, oh no, oh wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it's... I'm so glad that even WrestleMania understands Mm -hmm. the appeal of a Marvel versus DC uh, kind of thing. exactly. And then (laughs) um, Stone Cold came out and had a surprisingly good match for having not wrestled in 19 years, including he took... He took a vertical suplex onto concrete... And everyone was like, he is Jesus. too old for this. <laughs> we please, Mr. WrestleMania, stop doing this to him. He, he well, cannot keep going through this. It's, it's not Mr. WrestleMania. That'd be Shawn Michaels. But Yeah, there we go. Well, I didn't know his name, so I just I had to make an appeal to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Um, um He drank a bunch of beers. He probably drank like 30 beers. because uh, that's his whole thing. All right, he yeah. drinks beers while in the ring. He like opens two cans of beers, smashes them together, and then downs them both. All right, good, good. Yeah, um, so that's that's kind of night one. Just to be clear, is this the this is the same network that like dumped alcohol on the recovering alcoholic, right? Yeah, they okay. They, I just want to make sure that we they had a- did do that to uh, <laughs> to Jeff Hardy, who is no longer with the company. He is yeah. him and his brother are currently at AEW, which is the rival company. Doing yeah. well. For I just thoughts. wanted to make sure that we had a good track record of responsible alcohol use from these guys. Yes, um, absolutely. Um, now, at night two, um, <laughs> night two was baffling because of one match in particular. All right. So the match is billed for Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Pat McAfee is the kick, was the kicker for the Colts. Right? Oh, okay. Fully not a wrestler. How did he, um, <laughs> how did oh, he make his way here? So, uh, after he stopped kicking, he came over to WWE and uh, was a commentator. I am missing one thing, so I'm going to backtrack just a little bit please, to the match please. that happened right before this, which was, of course, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> you just, yeah, somehow... The names that I recognize throw me off more than the ones that I don't. Yes. I, all right. Sami Zayn is just a wrestler. Johnny Knoxville as in um, Yeah, okay. so that Johnny Knoxville, just making sure we were all uh-huh. on the same page. Yeah, so huh. it's basically like, what ensues in that match is like Jackass Live, essentially, where he's just like <laughs> tasing the wrestler's balls and like throwing bowling balls at him. <laughs> Good. They're like hitting each other with stop signs and trash cans. I like the, um, the you're making it sound like Johnny Knoxville just sort of like turned it into an episode of Smash Brothers. Like he's like whipping out special abilities and using hey, items. I, I'm uh, not gonna lie, it's what it felt like. At one point, there was a <laughs> there was a table covered with mouse traps, like oh, glued to it. <laughs> oh boy, and I I can only imagine where that one went. Um, oh, well, someone went through it. Don't even worry. Um, <laughs> Oh, my favorite portion of it, though, because the entire cast of Jackass, Jackass, uh, with the with the absence of Stevo, very notably, yeah. um, does make an appearance during this match, including Wee Man, who delivers a picture perfect F five to. Um, <laughs> I, this is he lifts. <laughs> so he basically Wee Man lifts Sami Zayn above his head. 
rotates him and slams him onto his back. Demon does this. I, I need um, to respect it. Like, I just, I went into this ready to laugh at everything you were telling me. And I'm just, I'm coming away with a reverence for it that I wasn't it's expecting. It's so powerful. <laughs> That's um, incredible. That match, of course, ends with Sami Zayn getting pinned underneath a giant mouse trap for the one, two, three. Okay, um, of course. <laughs> so now we're back to Pat McAfee. Um, Pat McAfee comes out to Seven Nation Army. The crowd is behind him. We're all like, okay, yeah. He comes out with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. He's punting footballs into the stands. Like, everyone's... <laughs> it's a great... There's fireworks. There's pyro. Everyone's having a great time. Um, he is against Austin Theory, who is uh, basically just an asshole who Vince McMahon really likes in storyline. Awesome. Um, probably also in real life. But... <laughs> well... <laughs> Much to everyone's surprise, the music that we hear hit isn't Austin Theories. It's Vince McMahon's music. Because don't forget, Vince McMahon was an in-ring talent at one point. Yeah, I always forget about that. So we hear, we hear the, you've got no chance in hell, and everyone's like, what is going on? So Vince McMahon <laughs> comes out, he announces Austin Theory, Austin Theory comes out. So Pat McAfee and Austin Theory have, like, a, for all intents and purposes, very, very good match. Once again non-traditional wrestler having an incredible match to be fair pat mcafee has been like training and amateurly professionally wrestling if that makes sense yeah like, no, amateur I, yeah. wrestling is like actual it's own, wrestling it's own beast. Um, <laughs> yeah so uh very good match everyone's impressed he beats austin theory he's shit talking he at one point puts on his like uh headset and microphone from when he announces and starts commentating his own match while he's beating the shit out of this man okay rock on mad respect yeah it was great (laughs) that was pretty solid everyone's behind him everyone's singing like the the seven nation army theme it's perfect it's great he starts shit talking vince mcmahon after the match and you know what vince mcmahon does takes off his jacket takes off his tie he has his wrestling attire (laughs) under his suit now do you know how old Old I Vincent McManus. I was gonna ask how he has to be. Every guess I'm coming up with feels wrong. How old is he? I believe he is 76. That is so much older than I thought. Oh my yes, god. Yes, he's 76. To be fair, he's also like an insane person who takes his like working out and nutrition incredibly seriously. Yeah. But he's been known to tour, like, his quadriceps from just walking too enthusiastically. Jesus like, this man will turn to dust. So he gets in the ring. Um, and he beats the shit out of Pat McAfee. <laughs> okay, With the good. help of Austin Theory, does, like, a low blow and, like, punches him in the balls a couple times. But, like... Okay, yeah. You gotta get some of those in Vince there. McMahon wins. <laughs> and everyone's... Now everyone's a bit confused. <laughs> and so Vince McMahon's victory music this? starts playing. Halfway through the victory music, we hear the glass shattering sound, which means only one thing. Stone Cold is coming back out. I like this is how did you like live through this? The, the more it was crazy. It, I'm like my head is reeling and I don't even know half these characters as anything yeah. other than abstract concepts. I just, I, there's so, I'm not even bringing up the fact that someone almost got killed with a sword. There was a dead mom joke, like okay. oh, somebody yes. with a dead mother, like things got crazy. That's awesome. Okay. Um, But so Steve Austin comes out 
and he gives he gives Vince McMahon a beer and there's a silent rule in wrestling which is to never accept a beer from Steve Austin because you're going to get stunnered while you're drinking it okay okay so what happens Vince McMahon goes for it anyway he like plays it up where he's like ah are you gonna stunner me and then they like start chugging their beers together Stone Cold hits him in the knee and delivers a stunner which Vince McMahon takes the worst bump of all time. This stunner looks like shit. Sorry, one moment. My brother came in and I had to angrily <laughs> point at my microphone. One moment. Uh, please continue oh, talking. God. I'm going to mute myself and yell at so, him. So it looks like shit. It looks like Vince just like fell over while Stone Cold was in the position of stunnering him. And then... He uh, stunners Austin Theory. And Austin Theory does a rock a la 99 cell where he just bounces himself across the ring pretending like the stunner was so powerful that he can't help but flail himself around. Okay, I'm a big fan of this. I'm That's pretty good. That's Um, good. I like that. Yeah. And then he gives Pat McAfee two beers and like... Gets him to, like, celebrate with him. They're both doing the classic Stone Cold thing of both opening them, hitting them together, and then necking them both. And then Stone Cold, of course, also feels the need to stunner the other baby face. His thirst for violence is not yet... Okay. It's Um, not yet just... He needs to kill more. Yes. Um, Yeah, he stunned everyone. Um... So he stunners him, he pours beer in his mouth, and then Pat McAfee's, like, shooting it out of his mouth, like a little <laughs> fountain at the end. Good, good. It's pretty solid. Um, and that's how that match ended. That's... I don't even know what to say to, like, this yeah. insane sequence of events. Yes, we were all thoroughly confused. We enjoyed <laughs> it. Everyone was having a blast. Oh, no, we it were sounds all like, very what? fun, but I just... What? <laughs> What do I draw from this this series of events? Like after Logan Paul winning a match, Johnny Knoxville winning a match, and then Vince McMahon winning a match, we were all like, okay. <laughs> Did anything go normally, or was it all just insane upsets like this? No, uh, some things went pretty normally. Um, I mean, Cody Rhodes won his return match, with ever- which everyone was kind of like expecting, because it was leaked that he was coming back. Okay. Um. The Bianca Belair Becky Lynch match was excellent, and Bianca won. Had a very deserved victory that felt very good. Um, all the women's matches were pretty solid, but yeah, it's it was it was crazy. It was just crazy. I'm, <laughs> I believe you. the The problem with this is I have no knowledge at all outside of what you've told hey, me. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> No, I'm, look. That's probably best for your mental health. Yeah, I was going to say, I can I can foresee a world in which I get into this once I've watched my way through Gossip Girl. It's a dark world indeed. I'm also, I'm feeling, I'm feeling confident. I'm going to turn my video back on. And so if the call, listeners, if all of the sudden Joey and I start talking as though we can't hear each other, it's because it's my because internet got out It's because we can't hear each other. But we're going to try it. Um, all right, here I am. I have returned. All right. I can now once again see the I yeah. hope they call me on a mission wall yeah. De- decoration. Yeah, my, my brother's wall decoration. He actually, he has gone on a mission. He left uh, just Dream last week. Dream come true. Yeah. Um, RIP to Daniel, who is currently... He died? I guess he's, he's in Utah right now. Uh, but oh. Soon he'll be, he'll be shipped out to Germany, where he might oh. as well be dead. 
Yeah, that's where he started. Hey, that's kind of a cool mission place. No, it's an awesome mission. Didn't your brother, like, stay in the U.S.? So Yeah, Michael one? served in Salt Lake City. Um, I would feel so annoyed if I was a Mormon and they're like, and your amazing mission place is <laughs> yeah, Utah. I, I'll say, Michael's not Provo, the... Provo, uh, Utah. Yeah, he's not the most adventurous type, so I think he was quietly relieved because he basically just got to spend a lot of time, like, in the mountains. Um and that does because, sound lovely. Yeah, because when you're a missionary, you either either you buy your own food or members of the church feed you is basically the two things that happen. And when you're in Utah, there's really no shortage of members willing to feed you. So he was also just like constantly getting great home cooked meals. So he was having a blast. No, that sounds lovely. Yeah. But also, I'd be like, really? Oh, yeah. I would be furious. Um, I would be upset. But granted... In this hypothetical world, I imagine I would hate the state of Utah slightly less than I currently do. Um, yeah, and- in this hypothetical <laughs> word, world, you're still, like, actively believing yeah. and practicing Mormonism. Yeah, so a number a number of things have gone differently for this version of Matthew, who's being sent to Utah, but still. Um, the wheel sorted you in a much different direction in that world. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, must, I must spread the good word of Dave McGowan instead. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to send you on a on a program to kill mission like oh, a, I would <laughs> with copies just knocking of, doors. I have copies, yeah, with of, copies yeah. of program to kill. Oh, that would be awesome. I can see you ending up as like you know how Tommy Wiseau now just like drives around in his van with the room merch. Yeah, which respect. <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be one of us with the Doug Zone. Yeah, except like the Doug Zone never becomes a cult classic. No. Just- we're just trying to promote it still. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're still trying to get it off the ground. So yeah. you have like you have like posters of the Doug Zone logo and copies of Program to Kill in your car. <laughs> I've been I've been thinking actually about um you can buy like stickers with QR codes on them. And I've been thinking about doing that with one that just like leads you to the RSS feed for the podcast. Cursed. And then just mailing it to people who want some. Uh, so we can like stick them up all over our guerrilla marketing campaign our guerrilla marketing campaign um and it's one of those things that i think is funnier in concept than it would be in practice but i might actually do we'll we'll see hey i'll Um, support you either way yeah (laughs) i appreciate this that's that's what a good co-host does it's like hey this might not be a great idea but eh, you know whatever go for it why not what's the worst that could happen um (laughs) And the answer is probably something bad, but who knows? Um, I can't wait to get canceled for this. This will be so fun. Yeah, I I want to get canceled for the Doug Zone so badly because it means that I've found success through something else. And then the Doug Zone comes back to haunt me, which is the funniest possible way for this podcast to like gain notoriety. Yeah. Is this- like... Which one of us will be the Shane Gillis? We found out which one of us is the barn dog, but... Yeah, um, which I think maybe by default that makes me the Shane Gillis. Um, That's tough. Yeah, it's tough. We'll see. What what slur will it be? Which one will I say on mic? Um, <laughs> Wop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting canceled for using an anti-Italian slur that I am allowed to say is well, so funny. Well, getting canceled for using an anti-Italian slur in general is hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, that implies that anybody cares. Yeah, I was going to say, it implies that anybody cares. But doing that to someone who is Italian just adds this extra mm-hmm. layer of just incredible power to getting canceled like that. But I mean, hey, you know, the, um, I don't know, anything's possible. The future, Anything who is. knows what it holds. 
Uh, maybe one day I'll have to issue an apology for this. Um, I hope so. I hope one of us runs for a public office and has to be like... Ooh, that would be so funny. I I would love to run for public office. I probably wouldn't do very what well. What office would you run for? I think like county sheriff is what <laughs> I'd do. Uh, <laughs> and I'd just dress like an old west lawman. In, and just do nothing? Yeah, in Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just like... You'd I'd have be... like your police baton, but it's just donuts all the way up? <laughs> like, yeah. you'd be a cartoon character sheriff. Yeah, I'd be like... Chew... I'd just constantly be chewing tobacco as well. Um, you'd have like a, a thing of wheat out one side of your mouth, and like <laughs> sipping coffee out of the other. Yeah. Like, you're very not sure which type of cop you want to be, but you know it's a caricature. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to be a caricature of every cop ever, so I'm also mm-hmm. like... I'm I'm forced to say racist things, and it's something that tears you're me up. You're beating people with a phone book, and you're like, "I'm one of the good ones." Yeah, yeah. I'm literally throwing books at people. I'm like, "Yeah, we'll really throw the book at this guy." Am I right, <laughs> folks? Um, and then two weeks in, I'm killed by my own men. Uh, I think that's that's how I want it to go. It this needs to end by one of us getting assassinated. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, I, this podcast, let us be clear, will continue until one of us is killed unnaturally. Yeah. Um, and if, if one, one of us dies naturally, uh, sorry, put it in your will. It's getting passed on. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, if one of us dies of natural causes, the other is just, like, bound to commit suicide. But I think it's... making it that, like, making it in it's your a will. Burden. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like a generational curse that will continue until, until one someone of you is gets free. murdered. Yeah. It's especially funny, like, the idea of, like, my child sitting down with you, like, uh-huh. 30 years younger than you like so so 911 yeah, 9/11. yeah. <laughs> reading off of the script of prompts i have what prepared. if 9-11 was gay and it's like an 11 year old being like i do not know what 9-11 is yeah it's like, I, I i have forgotten i'm sorry but they, they don't teach it in schools anymore um, i know you will never let your kid forget 9-11 <laughs> yeah, what's what at what point do you think they'll stop like playing the footage in schools because the 20th anniversary just passed I don't think they will stop putting the playing the footage in school. Yeah, that's an excellent point. I mean, it it, it is sort of like a a century defining tragedy that set the stage for a new era of darkness and bloodshed, uh, yeah. either in a ritual or in a non ritual sense. No matter how you look at it, I am so. sure there will be a documentary series called like "Corruption in the American Corruption in the Twenty First Century" that begins with like that footage. That would. Maybe that's how this. Maybe that's what I'll be working on when I get canceled. Is I'll be working on my uh, my American, American corruption, corruption in the yeah, twenty first like, century documentary. Yeah, that's what I'll call it. But it'll just be like it'll just be nothing but nine eleven truth. Like I won't even talk about anything else. It's a gore um, mixtape. <laughs> it's videos of different people dying. Uh, MG Pope, but it's just Matt pretending like it's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I I try to like. I try to submit it to like various film festivals and they're like, no, no. <laughs> what, what were you trying to accomplish here? I'm like, it doesn't it say a lot about our society. I'm like, no, not at all. This, this says, says nothing about our society. <laughs> this this says says exclusively <laughs> things about you. Yeah, It's just videos of people getting like run over by trucks. Um, so I, I, I saw a dead squirrel on my walk today. It had been run over by a car. Very grim sight. I hate, I hate seeing that. Um, and that took the, the energy of the show in a different direction. I love how but. we've in the past been like, haha, our Bud Dwyer video. Remember seeing that? You're like, I saw a dead squirrel and it ruined my day. It made me really sad. Well, 
Have you no, gone I, soft, Matt? This is yeah, no good. It, well, no, it was just what I was going to say would be kind of gross and I don't think funny at all. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to say it anyway, which is to say you can't smell the R. Bud Dwyer video, so it, I don't think it upsets me fair. as viscerally. As... I can't wait for the smell-o-vision version of the R. Bud Dwyer video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's what I'll be working on. Oh. Uh, I'm just going to say that after every bit. Relax, relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calm down. I'm not gonna hurt anyone. Yeah. Will it's just the smell of death and fecal matter. Yeah. Will the Doug Zone's first live show, will it be Arva <laughs> Dwyer or will it be Joker? Because those are the two directions we're going in. Um Well, the good news is is that you can do both. You can be the Joker, pull the gun out of a manila envelope, be like, calm down everyone, I'm not gonna hurt anyone, and then shoot the other person. <laughs> it's a real twist in the third act yeah. like it's okay so i'm not gonna hurt anyone They're like oh wait hang on i i recognize this i know what he's about to do someone get he's the gun before he hurts himself oh like, no blow someone's head off and like that seems unnecessary um, so he's a liar too yeah not only is he a murderer he lied <laughs> Getting canceled for lying before your assassination. Yeah, for my deceptive marketing practices. The FCC is reaching out to me. And then you shoot someone else and they're yeah. like, well, uh, this is just favorite, no good. One of my uh, favorite like stories from like the 70s punk scene <laughs> was there was a band where they said like their lead singer was like, yeah, I'm going to kill myself on stage at the end of the show. And they like sold out their tickets and then he, like, got booed off the stage when he, like, pussied out and refused to kill himself. And the audience was furious. Like, they all felt betrayed. No one there, like, made any attempt to stop him. They all just got mad at him for not doing it. That's really powerful. Yeah, which rocks. Um, I'm sure that you've looked up, like, compilations of people dying on stage before. Or is that, like, a specifically me thing? I don't know if I've looked them up, but I've definitely come across them. Yeah. Is, yeah. Like the tiptoe through the tulips guy. Yeah. That and the Wiggles insane. who had, whichever one of the Wiggles had a stroke while performing. Yeah. He didn't die, but he had a stroke. There was a, uh, there was a musician in 2020 who died on stage. He just like, <laughs> apparently like in the middle of a song, he just sat down and said, hang on. And then just put his head down and died. And <laughs> the craziest thing about it was like, nobody knew if it was like, performance art or anything yeah no one knew what he was doing but the craziest thing was like all of his like washed up hippie friends were like i think it's beautiful that he died on stage in front of he died doing what he loved yeah that he died in front of thousands of people that's what i'm gonna say um i love the idea of someone like ODing and being like well he died doing what he loved <laughs> heroin <laughs> <laughs> which hey look the worst ways to go out um i i I let the mask slip a little bit too much at work a couple days ago. And I talked about how much I missed doing Vicodin. Um, because one of my, one of my coworkers got her wisdom teeth taken out and she was like, yeah, it really hurts. It's like, honestly, it didn't really hurt much for me. I mean, like I needed the Vicodin the first day and then the rest of it, just little treats for me. Damn. I missed that. Uh, and she was like, you all right, Matt? And I was like, I'm just, you know, lost. In Some thought. people just don't get about whenever joking about, pill addiction relapses yeah, some people yeah. just don't vibe with it some people just don't understand the opiate crisis and the some fact people that... weren't in high school during the zandemic and it shows <laughs> some people's <laughs> best friend wasn't barred the fuck out behind them passing out during physics and it really shows man what a 
I think my favorite of like the guys we had, Xanax wasn't huge at my high school. It was massive um, at mine. It was like starting to take hold, I think. But honestly, it was really just because, you know, we were also in school for the rise of the electronic cigarette and vaping. Oh, yes. And a lot of people, I think, weirdly enough, I think that saved a lot of people in high school from harder drugs um, because they discovered that. And we're like, well, this is all I need. But there was <laughs> one guy. There's one guy. He was like 15. And so addicted that he would like get the shakes if he went more than 10 minutes without hitting his vape um it was insane you shouldn't like, be having that kind of withdrawal from nicotine yeah and we like couldn't like you just couldn't go to the bathroom if you went to class with that guy because he was just constantly like stealing the hall pass and going out so we could like hit his vape in the bathroom and sometimes you're just sitting there like well i just i just kind of wanted to pee but he's busy like dealing with his severe nicotine addiction <laughs> Um, yeah no my high school everyone was just barred out or drunk at school yeah that was that was the other big one that's the thing is everybody was doing a water bottle full of vodka and i'm like this is just stupid or like muscle relaxers that was big at my high school for a while i knew someone who drove to school on muscle relaxers which just for the record everybody at home don't. You cannot be doing that. Don't, <laughs> you cannot be. I implore you. Not it's very to funny. But it's, it's very funny. It's just like how, you know, last week, one of the ill-advised things I did, I, I did drive after staying awake for 48 hours. Um, and I do that every time I'm manic. Yeah, but the problem is I was not manic. I, I wasn't in like the, the brain is just awake state. I was in the brain is trying to fall asleep state. Oh, that's no good. Uh, and I... I don't know. I was like driving and I would realize I was dreaming as I was driving, um, which <laughs> a bad thing to realize while you're driving. Uh, yeah, that's no good. I was never like on the highway. You know, let me be clear. If I crashed, the only person who would be harmed by this reckless decision was me. Um, and the listeners of the Doug Zone. And the would, listeners of the Doug Zone who would miss out on. We would unfortunately have to deal with the end of the Doug Zone because that is an unnatural cause. Yeah, that is an unnatural cause. So Jillian would be the free The curse would be broken. Curse. Um... But, you know, yeah, that was, that was. If I die naturally, I'm passing it on to Jay. Okay, good. I, Jay oh, will be your new co-host if I die of natural causes. Imagine the energy of a show hosted by me and Jay. Um, It'd be insane. That might be, that might be what we do next April Fools. It's just. <laughs> I die. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, okay. We'll avoid that part. Uh, I think. No, no, no. I'll we'll just say I died, though. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Yeah, we'll just, uh-huh. It'll be a memorial episode. Uh-huh. We'll the memorial like, episode of. Yeah. Jillian tragically passed away last night. Of completely natural causes. Completely natural causes. Uh, and therefore, uh, as, the as stated in our will and the contract of the Doug Zone, uh, because at that point, you know, we'll be successful enough. We will have started like an LLC kind of thing. Well, but we also did sign a contract with the specter of uh, the Nostalgia Critic because oh, right. yeah, he died. Yeah. Um, Doug Walker is still very much alive, but the Nostalgia Critic came to us both in a dream um, <laughs> akin to Mary and Joseph and told us, do not be afraid, but you yeah. will be making this podcast forever and forced us to sign a blood contract. Yeah, you've been, you've been chosen. Highly that elect wasn't just me, right? That was, amongst that was podcasters. both of us. No, that was both of us, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, the Immaculate Conception for a podcast is a very funny concept. Like, one day we just both <laughs> No woke one came up. up with it. Yeah, we woke up and there was a podcast that we were on. Um, yeah, I opened my laptop and it was signed into a Zencaster and a premium pod beans pre- <laughs> subscription. And I was like, well, this would just be putting it to waste. Yeah. And everyone, everyone's mad because they're like, how did this happen? You know, clearly you were podcasting before marriage. We're like, no, it just happened one day. I promise. Um, 
I woke up and there was a Yeti microphone on my doorstep, and I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, just one last note on this is we can, I, I would like to just start calling myself the Virgin Matthew now, uh, just going <laughs> forward. Um, <laughs> I, as a side note, I rewatched The Batman yesterday, oh. and I just. Oh. It's, oh yes. It's I'm so glad that we have a canonically virgin Batman. It's it's very important to me that that exists. It's um, very good that he a girl goes, a very a very attractive woman goes, "Would you like pussy?" and he goes, "Oh no, thank you, ma'am." He's like, "No, I am afraid." She's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, all right. Uh yeah. He's like, "Actually, I have very bad daddy issues." And she's yeah. like, "Okay." Uh, like, oh, all right. Well, I'm going to another to city now. Pretend. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm going to go say weird things about Jaden Smith. <laughs> oh, it's look. She her being relevant for like a month. And then it just comes out that she was like hitting on a 14 year old. Um, it, it's so the bad. Smith's just, the Smiths just cannot stay out of the news lately. But that said, I would like to note uh, Zoe Kravitz. I can fix you. Please talk with me. I am of age. Um, so, you know, like <laughs> we can hang or out for a little me. bit. Zoe Kravitz. Hey, hey. Yeah. Come on over. Come yeah. hang out. Come on the podcast. Don't defend yourself. But just come on the Come on the Doug Zone OnlyFans. We'll do a clap. Um. <laughs> I'll dress up like Doug Walker, and she'll dress up like Lindsay Ellis. Yeah, Ooh, that's a dark, dark image. <laughs> um, oh, what, what evil role play. Um, what am I in this scenario? Am I like... I'm trying to no. figure... You're not involved. This I'm not involved. This is just yeah. me and Zoe Kravitz. Let us have I'm, our moment. Very good. Okay, yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, now I'm just trying to think. We'll keep her as Lindsay Ellis, and I'll I'll dress up as um, goodness, what's his name? There are like several people on Channel Awesome that Lindsay Ellis dated, and I was going to name one of them, but I can't remember any of them off the top of my head. I'll um, be Spoony. Um. Oh yes, excellent. Well, I've, I feel like I'm honor bound to take the position of Spoony. Unfortunately, you really are. That's um, that's the biggest issue. <laughs> um man now i'm just imagining nostalgia critic porn parodies which i know exist and i i don't oh, want to look no up, but where did you see that somebody sent us oh, that wait, there when, was when this? you search up nostalgia critic on pornhub there are results and all of them uh, were blocked for them were like their blacklisted words the person who sent so us sad because they were all this. like my little pony Ooh, <laughs> I don't like this. That's evil. Um, oh, it's incredibly evil. It 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 was. Uh, there were seven results for it. Oh, that's too many. And two of the highest uh, subcategories that were paired with nostalgia critic were friendship is magic and feral. Ooh, I don't like this. And female, um, yeah. but like, yeah, well, you know. That one comes with the territory. Um, sorry, yeah, but friendship is met. Um, There's also a lot of My Little Pony Doug Walker fan art that I don't like. Yeah, that's. I don't know why it shocks me that there's a big brony Doug Walker crossover, but it's... Like, the Venn diagram makes sense that it's almost a circle. But it's but also, also... It's not the Venn diagram... It's not a Venn diagram that we want to think about in any other situation. Um, yeah, never in my life has it, have I been like, what's the... My Little Pony fetishist uh, Doug Walker crossover. Which, unfortunately, it seems to be fairly high. Um, 
Which means there's probably at least one furry listening to this. And if you are, and you don't host the, uh, the critically acclaimed <laughs> podcast Bully Buddies. Um, come on the podcast and defend the podcast yourself. And defend yourself. And if you host the aforementioned podcast, have me on the podcast and defend yourself. I will come I on know, and attack you. I don't know what, because we've had guests show up to our recordings in costume before. Yeah. What would you do if one of our guests turned on their camera and they were in a full fursuit? If they're like, sorry guys, wasn't expecting to record video today and then turned <laughs> on would, and they were in a fursuit? I would just, I'd, quite, I'd like send you a private message and I'd be like, we're post this with video. We're starting a YouTube channel. Um, like, <laughs> this needs to be documented. Yeah. The people must know. Um, the people think, must know that the whole time both of us have been doing this in fursuits. Yeah. Yeah. We agreed not to tell anyone. I, how could you do this to me? Um, it's actually really hard to like type things in and work the keyboard with giant <laughs> paws, but we made it work. Yeah, it's yeah. If whenever you hear me slowly typing things out, it's not because I never really learned how to type <laughs> on a computer and I still use my index fingers to type. It's because I'm wearing a full fursuit. Um, That's also why our audio quality is so bad. Is because like <laughs> I'm talking the mic much. has to go inside the suit. So it sounds like a little bit muffled, but if the mice on the outside of the suit, then it sounds more muffled. So there's, it's a lose lose situation. <laughs> okay, if you if you had to become a furry, what would what would you make your fur suit? Um, I have never thought about this. Me neither. But I'm suddenly. I think what I'd do is, I think I'd be a bald eagle because at this point I'm ironically <laughs> being a furry, so I might as well ironically be patriotic as well. Are they right wing furries? Oh, now that I'm there's Nazi up. furries. No, no, yeah, there's I know. There's famously so many fascist furries. Yeah, no, I was going to ask a question and then got derailed by my by just thinking about them. Yeah, right-wing furries are such a strange subcategory. Uh-huh. Um, I, just the fact that, like, the furry community had to, at any point, go out and disavow Nazis, which... It's crazy. Yeah, and I know that lots of bronies fall under the furry category as well, which weirdly enough, means that there's a significant portion of nostalgia critic fans that do. Um, circling back to the original discussion. I don't like the flow chart. Yeah, of... I don't like this this Venn diagram <laughs> of just evil. But um, but no, it it's just... I don't remember what I was originally thinking. Uh, oh, yeah, no, the, like uh, the Nazi brony issue. Um, yeah, well, yeah, me being a bald eagle, ironically, for my... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would be. It would either be that or, like, a completely abstract animal. Like, I'd do, like, a jellyfish. Like, I would be a biblically accurate angel. Yeah, exactly. That'd that's, be my first suit. Yeah, I like that we've, we've both settled on, like, I want to be something sort of more a concept than an animal, really. Um, yeah, I want to be, like, so what it'll be is it'll be, like, uh, you know the hamster balls? Like, the big human-sized ones? <laughs> You're just going to paint gonna eyes paint on it? I'm going to paint rings around it. Yes. And then like glue googly eyes to it and then on the inside i will be in a fursuit reminiscent of like it'll have like a lion head but then two other heads it'll it's like an eagle and a bull i think uh, yeah so you'll uh, okay yeah i'm behind this i'm down yeah with this. yeah and then i'll like roll around the furry conventions in that <laughs> and just i'll just be like screaming be not afraid while i'm like see that's suddenly now i'm thinking i need to like dress up as like a culturally accurate angel like i'm just wearing like a robe and wings and i'll just be running around also running around this convention um that's 
I love the idea of you doing that, but it's still a fairy. Like you still have fairy ears, <laughs> but you're like the angel Gabriel. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a fursuit, but I'm wearing a halo. There's a name tag. It's like, hello, I am the I angel am Gabriel. I'm sure that exists, and that's the worst part. Yeah. Um, I will never forget the first time I found out how expensive fursuits was, and then where, and then I realized that every furry is rich. Yeah, it's astonishing. It's, the it's amount like of a money. twenty thousand dollar costume. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So especially to the high be a furry, one. Yeah. you have to be rich. So every furry that you see walking around town probably has a high paying job. That's such a dark thought. Like using like the money that your parents made working for Raytheon to build, uh-huh. to, like be a blue cartoon wolf two your days a year. Your oracle blood, your diamond blood money, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, eighteen African children were murdered personally by my father. So that I could pretend to be, you know, this guy. So um, I can be Lunar Eclipse the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> I, um, suddenly now I'm thinking though, you know, like, uh, like in every cartoon, how there's like the, the play where they have to like do like a two person costume. Like someone's like the front end of a cow. Oh yeah. And everyone's like, well, I don't want to be the back half of a horse. Yeah. I'm just imagining that for like a fursuit. Um, there's like forty thousand dollars, and one guy just has to be like the hind legs of the centaur character, or whatever they're trying to be. Like, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. I love the idea of uh, like children sneaking into a furry convention and stacking themselves on top of one another inside <laughs> of a fursuit. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a trench coat that just has like the cartoon wolf head, and it's just like. Yeah. One ticket the for the furry convention. <laughs> yeah, one ticket for the furry convention, please. He's like wobbling back and forth. Um, <laughs> I like this. Um, <laughs> listeners I think home, this is powerful. If you are a child, first of all, don't listen to this podcast. What are you doing? Second of all, don't be a furry. Yeah, second of all, don't be a furry. But third of all, if you must be a furry and you're set on listening and to this podcast. And if you somehow have a friend that yeah. is also interested in this. Yeah, you have a friend who's also interested in this and a third friend whose parents work for the military industrial complex. I need you to do the following things for me. <laughs> we'll mail you a kit and in yeah. that kit you will find. Yeah, we'll mail you a hollowed out book um, uh-huh. returning to one of the, the classic early Dark yeah. Zone bits. Uh, um, a, a 3XL trench coat and cat ears. And, and what you do with those three things are purely up to you. Yeah. And if you send us ID and proof that you're an adult, paradoxically enough, uh, we will send you a gun as well. Uh, yeah. So, you know, just and do with all of these things what you will. It's out of our hands. Um, we can't be held responsible for what people do with our products. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, like I, I am going to start an Etsy where I just sell out sell hollowed out books where it's hollowed out in the shape of a gun <laughs> like i'm not gonna send a gun but like the pieces are there yeah and they're like all just named after different calibers um yeah that, honestly all the listings are different calibers but it's like so what are we talking about you're looking for like a like a program to kill are you looking for a I would, I would never hollow out program to kill i value its contents too much um, i'm just uh selling hollowed out versions of dune yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what's the funniest book to hollow out and put a gun in. I, I feel like the think... Bible is too on the nose. Bible's too on the nose. I still think that that tweet I stumbled upon that I wrote with uh, saying that I hollowed out a copy of Lolita 
uh, is Lolita's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's it's one of the funniest ones, especially if you're going to use it. And I'm, let me be clear, everybody at home, I do not think that you should take a gun and kill Roman Polanski and Woody Allen for being pedophiles. But if you happen to be in the same room as a gun and Woody Allen and Roman Polanski, and you have two bullets on that gun, who's to say what you should Um, do? But yeah, um, but if you did yourself twice in the back of the head, but if you did break down Bill Clinton's door and just pull out a fire on him, uh, it would be very funny if that gun was hidden in a copy of Lolita, you know, it'd be, Poetic justice, right? It's Arbud Wire, but he's like, hold on, everyone, calm down. And he pulls out a copy of Lolita, and everyone gasps. He's like, like, oh, my God, he's a pedophile. (laughs) And then he opens it up, and it's a gun, and everyone's like, oh, thank God. And then he shoots himself, and they're like, wait, no, who could have seen this coming? (laughs) Um, Is he dead? Oh, he's a pervert. Oh, no. He's highlighted portions of the book. but um, that's very funny to have an annotated copy of Lolita. Yeah. <laughs> did I did I mention before the uh, annotated copy of uh, Les Miserables that I had? Um, I like to oh. as a bit. I started saying it like very pretentious, like the actual French pronunciation. You know, Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Yeah, <laughs> je suis un pedophile. But um, uh, that's that's my French character speaking. By the way, not me speaking French. Just to be clear, um. Uh, but, um, I, um, uh, but no, I, my, my first girlfriend really liked the musical Les Mis. Um, mm-hmm. and so for, I think it was for her birthday, for some occasion, I purchased a copy of Les Mis unannotated and read through it in its entirety, uh, and then annotated it, like adding little notes where each song was, mm-hmm. um, which was, I still think a very fun concept. That's that's um, incredibly thoughtful. Yeah, it was very thoughtful. Um, and then, like after we broke I'm up, I'm gonna do I, that. But it's the Book of Mormon musical <laughs> along with the Book of Mormon, uh, the religious text, and then gift it to your family. And you're just like um, making up areas that correlate with the songs. Yeah, like, I'm like, and this is where and it's like there's extra pages glued. This in. This is where there's maggots in that one guy's scrotum. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so I gave it to her. She's like, oh, it was so thoughtful. Thank you so much. Uh, and after we broke up, and once I had sort of like gotten over it a little bit, I was like, "Did you ever read the book?" She's like, "No." Um, oh, tough. Yeah, which is tough. I still consider asking for it back because let me tell you, that was a lot of reading to do. Um, it's, a, it's a hefty book. Maybe this is a long a big book. Gun in that. There are there literally there are seven pages all about just the history of the Parisian sewer systems, uh-huh. and then it jumps back into the narrative. And you're it's like, "Oh right, John Valjean." Information. Yeah. Like, all right, Marius has been shot. Like, how are you going to understand the emotional relevancy of Jean Valjean's suicide if you don't understand the Parisian sewer system from which he came? Well, Jean Valjean does not commit suicide, not to be oh uh, Javert, yeah, I'm not sorry. to be a stickler. Jean Valjean just dies of fictional Old character age. getting old disease, um, which they loved to do in the 1800s. I I do love reading any like unabridged copy of an old book mm-hmm. because they all do that where they're just like yeah. Now, let's just, they, to set the let's scene. Let's just ride this out. Yeah, like the Count of Monte Cristo has, I think it's almost 80 pages on just like mm-hmm. the imports and exports of this one, like, harbor that they spend 
maybe an hour in within the world of the book <laughs> like well yeah half of every historical like fictional book is an actual historical like history text where they like took a portion of a textbook and like glued it in yeah and like for something like the hunchback of notre dame where it was like written explicitly to like instill like a sense of wonderment and beauty at like mm-hmm. the cathedral of notre dame i'm like okay see that that i get i talk about its history i i know what a sewer is like it's okay <laughs> Just please, I want to know what happens. Um, I don't know why I'm getting so angry about the concept of old books delving into history. Um, I do want to say I have so little to say about this nostalgia critic video because nothing bad or good happened. It yeah, just happened. This, yeah, the only thing that the only thing that really bothers me about this video, its thumbnail is rough. Um, the thumbnail is very bad. It's a strange movie, strange video. I do this want is- to out you for sending me the video and then um immediately saying i honestly didn't mind this one yeah it was just it was such a neutral experience for me i could not bring myself to feel anything while watching it um he had like one or two jokes that i was like yeah, that's, a, that's a decent joke i don't remember There's any of them verified accounts in the comments on this one yeah this one, yeah let's take a look at the comments though so we can get some utility out of this video that we watched uh, this is for the listeners at home his review of rockadoodle a movie which is insane by the looks of it. Um, the movie I would have so much more to talk about than if it was this video, you know? Yeah, I was going to say this is one. Of, it's one of the few times where, like, I don't know if Doug was being mean enough to the movie because it seems psychotic. I uh, do want to talk about the line in the movie where it says "Jeepers, I'm a furry." Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, I was going to bring that up when we first started uh-huh. the the furry talk. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Doug. Uh, Doug must be horrified by his furry audience based off of this video he recorded in 2009. Many um, are wondering my thoughts on furries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I want to just pull up the full many are wondering my thoughts on feminism. I think um, I found the, the name for this episode, though. <laughs> many are wondering my thoughts on furries. That's it's a, pretty powerful. It's a really good one. Okay. Um, here we go. Here's we also have a big lipped alligator moment. Unfortunately, yeah, he, he brings up the big lipped alligator moment. Um, yeah, some are wondering my thoughts on furries. In short, I think animals can be tougher and men can mm. be more understanding. I'm not against mm. submissive furries or dominant furries. <laughs> Nature often chooses us for these roles, but we're an evolving animal, and by keeping us in roles, I believe we learn, we learn less. But ultimately, I believe in people just being themselves, whatever that quote role is. I never want to force it on anyone. Um, you heard it here first. Doug Walker will not force you to be a furry. Yeah, I was going to, I was initially, I was going to like try and make it furry themed. And then I realized that just replacing men and women with the word furry makes it just perfect already. So yeah, just, it's already incredible. Um, but yeah, in, in short, uh, Doug may have come around on the furry uh, issue. He might, he might have warmed up to them. <laughs> um, the furry question. Um, I will say the only, uh, the only time i've ever had any exposure to rockadoodle at all is um last year a police officer was killed because like there was a cockfight he was trying to break up and one of the roosters apparently like slit his throat with its blade like they had attached like switch blades to it and it like sliced him open and he bled to death um can we get that brewster on the cast yeah when someone someone just retweeted it with the picture of uh Whatever this guy's name is, I don't remember what his name is. Like the rooster main character. Yeah, all chickens yeah. are based. Yeah, but <laughs> someone retweeted it with a picture of him when he's like dressed as an Elvis impersonator, just winking at the camera. 
Um, oh, that's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. Um, but that's my only that's my only exposure to this movie outside of this nostalgia critic video. Um, yeah, there's really not much. Nothing really happens. Chansolier is his name, I believe. Um, I might not be reading that right. I might just I might still be in French mode, but that's that's what it looks like from the comments. Um, I yeah I I'm really trying to find anything. Um, oh, the kid, I will say, I, this is one of the first times that Doug's just hatred of a child actor is something I understood. This kid was insufferable. I did not like this child actor, but also yeah, he was Yeah, it's not just five. him bullying a random child. Yeah, it's not as bad as, like, everything that he does to, like, I think it's Jake Lloyd. What's the name of the kid from Phantom Menace? Where he's, like, he's relentlessly know. mean to that child for- And you're ugly and- Yeah, it's just like, you're ugly and you should, frankly, you should kill yourself. And it's like, why? Well, we didn't need to do that. I Oh, here's one of my favorite kinds of comments, which is a review of the video. Oh, yes. Yeah, I thought it was too bizarre when I first started at- saw it as a kid, but then I started to like it. At least this review was amusing, too. Unlike what he did to Santa Claus the movie or Pink Floyd's The Wall. This guy's commenting this post Pink Floyd's The Wall. This was a comment four months ago. That, ooh, that's dark. Um, Wishbone forever. And their their profile picture is a, is a dog. Oh, wow, their, their YouTube header. They have 169 subscribers, nice. Okay, nice. And their YouTube, like, header looks like someone that would unironically say there's two wolves inside you. Oh, no. <laughs> I was, like, it's uh, a wolf prowling with, like, uh, mist and fog, and the wolf's eye is glowing red, and there's blood coming out of its mouth, and, like, you can see its ribs. Ah, uh, that's pretty rough. Yeah, this it's- music represents my demonic age is a playlist they've created. Oh, yes! It has two songs on it. That's so cool. They are Shadow Warrior 2, Evil Bunny, Theme Extended, and Disturbing Video Games Music 204, The Oracle, Alternative Version, Secret of Mana 2018 Remake. You know, if I had to choose two <laughs> songs... To represent your demonic rage. Those would be the ones. I can't think of anything else. Um, These creepypastas suck is another good playlist that they have. They okay. are, what's on what's on these they songs? Are SpongeBob Suicide and the Wishbone Lost episode. So they're really stuck on Wishbone. Yeah, as you say, and admittedly, those don't sound like great songs. So I can't say I'm gonna like judge him for putting making that playlist. But um, White Noise, Bedtime Lullabies, Meditation Soundtracks, oh, Screensavers. Aaron Smith six years ago predicted something dark when he Go commented, ahead. "I love this movie. It's like The Wall." If it was a children's book on crack. Oh my god. Totally wonderful. Uh, so he... What did what did Aaron Smith know? Um, I'm sorry. I found such a... I'm still stuck on the Wishbone Forever yeah, please, YouTube please. channel. Who, they have two playlists. They okay. are. Or two more playlists. The first one has 700 videos. It's called My Homies. In parentheses, these characters rule. Okay. And then the one right next to it has 141 videos, and it says, fuck these guys, characters I hate nor care for. <laughs> Under characters I rule, it's all Garfield videos and George Lopez, pretty much. Okay, all right. Um, He's winning me back over. <laughs> no, it's incredible. And other ones I hate. Um, I'm trying to find- Normal. Um, <laughs> That'd be really good. Renegade media groups are scumbags. So true. 
Um, it's mostly just Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden right, are well, the people he hates. David Lynch is a person he hates. Okay, interesting. What a funny oh, combination of people to hate. Okay, so Scientology. Okay, okay. Elon Hubbard, Drake Bell, fair. Um, I was going to say, I almost, I'm so stupid. I almost went like, what's Drake Bell done to deserve his anger? And I was like, oh, right. There's a video on this one that's just called GTA Sucks Balls. (laughs) (laughs) They have, they have, this music sucks as a playlist. This music rocks. These video games suck ass. I love These things like this. These video games rule. It's, a tr- it's true. It's like people creating. <laughs> Pill Dispenser Troubleshoot is a playlist that they have. Okay. What's on Pill Dispenser Troubleshoot? Um, there's just one video and it's how to set up a pill dispenser. Let <laughs> me <laughs> troubleshoot. It's for the Alzheimer's story. Did I find someone with Alzheimer's? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're just there like, what a strange mind. I mean, clearly this, per- this person seems like they're really hung up on some specific things. I don't understand. What could- oh, it's Alzheimer's. Um, I don't know if it actually, Batman Doom is one of their playlists that has 31 videos. That's so funny. Garfield Scary Scavenger Hunt, Space Funeral. <laughs> this one is called My Immortal. And it's- Wait, like, like the fan fiction? Yes. Okay. And it's every chapter of My Mortal, I believe, uh, typed out, and uh, there's there's oh, drawings done for no. it. Um, there's 23 of these videos. Each one is about two minutes long, and each one only has about a thousand views. Oh, that's that's so sad because that means that it's like a pro. It's like actually a labor of love it's not even being done ironically oh no no this feels very real and all the drawings are done in like ms paint i i love like stumbling on pages like these because these are people they're just sort of like creating some of the funniest comedy ever known by known to man they don't know they're doing it and they're not doing it for anyone else it's truly just art being made for its own sake it's fantastic I think that we might have to watch all of this person's videos because they all look incredibly. Yeah, I was actually, I was going to suggest to you that we should, uh, for the Patreon, we should watch through um, epic rap battles of history and like other like YouTube music of that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we might just have to like dedicate ourselves to this guy's page instead. Oh, the the guy with Alzheimer's or the one who's making the My Immortal videos? Uh, The guy guy with Alzheimer's. But you know, the My Immortal, that's, that's a good... Know if he has Alzheimer's or like if they like have that on there for their grandma or anything, <laughs> it's hard to tell. All right, okay, we'll we'll see. Also, I've never heard of My Immortal before. How have you? You wait, you don't know My Immortal? Mm-mm. It's like it's this. It's an infamous uh, it's like emo like fan fiction. Yeah, it's right? emo Harry Potter fan fiction. I um, see Dumbledore. I see. Gerard Way, I see the girl from The Ring. This, I'm, I'm surprised. I see Jack Sparrow. Yeah, this feels like a, this feels like a sort of thing that would be right up your alley. Um, no, it's, it's like it's infamously bad. This drawing they did of Dobby is incredible. <laughs> people, yeah, please send me a screenshot. But people, uh, <laughs> still like to this day, uh, like oh, are oh, debating nudity in this comic. Oh yeah, no, people to this day are still debating like whether it was like intentionally written to be funny or if it was sincere 
several people have like taken credit for it and all have been proven to be like pretenders trying to like just it's you really need to look up my immortal uh internet historian actually did a series where he read through it with his friends so Um, so the person who's posted these videos didn't okay so the person who made the videos on it knows that it's like a crazy thing so yeah. their little brother draw drew all the pictures for it. Okay, I see. And then they have linked in it the Encyclopedia Dramatica article, and it says "Want to kill your brains and read the story yourself," and then has a link to the story. Okay, okay. So yeah, they they know what they're doing. So the person making these videos on it is aware of what's going on, but it is still for sure a labor of love for their two hundred subscribers. Yeah, interesting. Much to consider. <laughs> What's under this music sucks for this person? Yeah, Justin I am very Bieber curious. Justin owned by Batman and Mr. T. It's the first one. <laughs> that that rocks. Taylor Swift, Bad Blood, featuring Kendrick Lamar. Rebecca Black Friday, Nicki Minaj, Anaconda. Okay, okay. Um, These are Billie all fairly, Eilish, Bury a Friend. In the very least, they are, you know, fairly respectable or just Baby middle Shark, of the road. Welcome to the Black Parade. Blank okay. space. Never mind. I've changed my mind. Never say never. Every Billie Eilish song. Wait, is there a song? I mean, a video called Every Billie Eilish Song? It's Billie Eilish full playlist songs 2020, and it's an hour long. So, yes. That rocks. Okay. There were, like, all of these. And that's that's their music that is bad. Okay. Cool. And what they consider good music is all of the Ren and Stimpy music. Okay, okay. Interesting. My- Is it all Rin and Stimpy? Hold on. <laughs> oh, no, it's it's better. Uh, Marilyn Manson. Uh, Ten artists wrongly labeled as satanic. Thirteen non-metal acts that metalheads love. The yeah. Beach Boys. System of a Down. Spongebob. Wait, are these non-metal? Th- these are the metal acts that... No, uh, no, no. These are under these are oh, videos see, under this music rocks. Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, it's very funny to go Marilyn Manson and then immediately after that start off a sentence with ten musicians wrongfully accused of. We're like, ooh, ooh, where's that one going? Alexander Broden is on here. Okay, inter. That's a strange cut. Um, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And in- more Ren and Stimpy. Jesus Christ. There's just so much for an instant. Yeah, I gotta respect that. Just the dedication. And Little Wayne. All right. FNAF character theme song. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rasputin. Yes, the classic. Look, that one, it does go hard. Billy Joel. Also goes People hard. People Equal Shit by Slipknot. All right, goes a little less hard, I think. Um, Say what you want. Mega Man 2 music. <laughs> Batman Arkham City soundtrack. He's a real Garfield's renaissance caught man. in the act. Uh, oh, ooh, I don't know if I like that one. That <laughs> one worries me. What I'm is? Sorry, Garfield's I know this probably the isn't the best radio, but I'm just enthralled in this person who's obsessed with Madonna, Rin and Stimpy. Well, the best thing about it is that since I I haven't been able to find the comment, so I'm just sort of like experiencing this through you. Um. It's just the Undertale music. Of course, this person likes Undertale. Yeah, a lot of these comments, just briefly returning to the comments, uh, the comments are all either like, I love this movie as a kid, or people complaining that Doug 
said that uh, the kid, because the line we mentioned before is a kid is turned into a little squirrel and he goes, I'm all furry. Uh, But Doug plays it off as though he said, I'm a furry. And a lot of the comments are furious that Doug would do something like this. This is, this person is still actively adding videos to their playlist, which I love. (laughs) That rocks. Um, I'm looking at their good and bad movies right now. Uh, the most recent bad movie that they watched is Turning Red. The most recent recent good movie they watched is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. All right. Well, it's an interesting decision. They really liked Zootopia, though. Hmm. And Hotel Transylvania, too. And Kung Fu Panda 3. And I don't even remember. I don't think I saw Kung Fu Panda 3. When did that come out? I honestly don't know. It feels like it would have come out like when we were in high school. Yeah, that was Kung Fu Panda 3, released 2016. Um, This is very funny because all of their videos for like these films suck for the most part are like notoriously bad movies and they're just like everything wrong with videos. Okay. They do have toy story three on here, which is contentious. That mm, I might fight them on that. I'll defend toy story three. Land before time. The haunted mansion movie. That movie rocks. Stuart little does suck. I fuck Stuart little. Stuart little is such a strange film. Uh, is this how we're going to go out is talking about Stuart Little yeah, and why we don't like it? Stuart, Li- Stuart Little. What do you, why don't you like Stuart Little? Is it because M. Night Shyamalan is involved? Because that's well, why I, I don't like it. I found that out live on a recording a while back. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I, I just, even when I was little, whenever like Stuart Little was in peril, I was just like, yeah, I hope he dies. Like, I didn't like him. I didn't like his attitude. He's just, you know, other people have mentioned, like, you know, imagine being at the orphanage that Stuart Little is at. You're a human child. And then. A rich family a shows rat up gets adopted. chooses a rat before you. It's like, this thing will die in a week. But um, That's probably um, why they want it. I just never trusted it. Yeah, it's a fad. Um, yeah, I, I never trusted him. Um, CGI was strange. I want to say that there's like a hawk that threatens the cat in the movie. I haven't seen Stuart Little in forever. And the second one, like he it. has a romantic interest Ooh. in a bird. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. There's he, a sexy bird girl. He's in love with a bird? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't like that. I think I might have made that up. What a, what a dark find out. Yeah. While you look that up, I would also like to say sometimes I will just check the comments on like newly promoted like Instagram things. Like whenever there's like a show. No, that's real. What's that? It's it's very real. Yeah, the bird. Hang on, let me. I'm gonna look oh. up Stuart Little Bird as well. <laughs> oh, I don't like this one. Stuart. Uh, Margallo is it's. it's Margallo. Stuart Little's love interest and best friend. Who mm. used to work for Falcon to steal household objects. Oh, right, yes, because Falcon's like the villain. That's what I'm thinking of. Wait, there's a third Stuart Little? Stuart Little 3, Call of the Wild. Um, <laughs> oh, I do not like this bird. This, the p- picture I sent you reminds me so much of the Garbage Pail Kids video. With... <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact same shot, except instead of a grown woman and a child, it's Stuart Little and a sleeping bird. Yeah, I don't know why, but this bird feels racist. Um, but no, so I just like to, I just like to. The bird, the bird might be racist. This bird feels like a racist caricature. The yellow bird with slanted eyes feels racist to me. I would like to just make that clear for everybody. Um, but no, before we go, I'd like to say, apparently, uh, so I like to check comments on promoted like shows and stuff when they pop up on Instagram, like ads uh-huh. for things, because the comments are always like either like 
like people commenting like come to brazil underneath like a show like they clearly just don't understand what's happening or like just people filled with hate um and i saw that amy schumer has a new show out because it was promoted for me it was like some new show is coming out on hulu it looks just as bad as everything else that amy schumer has ever done hey Um, and me and Matt are not above watching it for our Patreon. Yeah, we're not above watching for Patreon. If you <laughs> give us money, we will watch the Amy Schumer show. Uh, but it was so funny because like the just disproportionate amount of hate in the comments was so funny. Because there was like one comment that was like, love Amy Schumer. Can't wait to see what she does next. And every other comment was just like, fuck you, you demon. I hope you die. And I was like, oh, look, <laughs> I don't like your movies any more than you guys. But this feels... Like I don't think she's funny either, but what's... I think we have slightly overreacted. And that is until, of course, uh, at the Oscars, she called... Um, who was it? She called someone... She called someone, like, a seat filler, and I was furious. I was ironically mad about that. Much madder than I was about the Will Smith thing. I was like, how dare she? Well, because um, Will Smith was right. Yeah. It was Kirsten Dunst. She called Kirsten Dunst a, a seat filler. I was like, how can you do that? She called Kirsten Dunst a sea filler? Yeah. I was like, and you, who have not been in a single Spider-Man movie, uh, she has been in three. Uh, how could you do this? I think it was. Hang on, let's take it. Let's double check before I'm wrong. I mean, to make sure I'm not wrong. Uh, Amy Schumer. Oopsie. Let's take a look. I love that after this slap. Yeah, she denies uh, Amy Schumer said that she was triggered and traumatized. Yeah, it's... She's... Just what a concept of a person. Hey, I will say it is very funny to make uh, Alec Baldwin actually shooting someone jokes. Yeah, that, yeah. It's it's so funny. That's like the one joke that was like cut out. Um, Yeah, the don't look up is the name of the movie. More like don't look down the barrel of Alec Baldwin's shotgun. Like it's so, it's especially, yeah, it's especially funny because it's like written like the sort of thing that we would say jokingly in an attempt to like write the worst joke possible about yeah, like, but the situation. Yeah, but if they gave us an o- the Oscars. Yeah, if they gave hey, me the Oscars, I would absolutely, I would, like, intentionally blonde. I would get my shit rocked by every celebrity yeah. on purpose. I would wear it as a bad I'd go honor. down the line and be like, and your wife's ugly and your mom sucks and I don't like you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think would, I'm milking that. How funny would it be if just, like, halfway through a set, Chris Rock just, like, he goes from, like, the light roast to, like, pointing at one guy and he's like, and he is on the Epstein flight logs. I think we should talk about that more. And it just keeps going. Like, <laughs> that would be incredible. He's like, Jada, I know you were friends with Harvey Weinstein. We should talk about that. Moves on. <laughs> um... um I told myself we weren't going to do Where were you the summer of... (laughs) Where were you the night Jeffrey Epstein died? Did you go into the cell and kill him? Um, Anyway, isn't it funny that Jada's losing her hair? That's what the plot of G.I. Jane 2 is going to be. She has to break into the prison and kill Jeffrey Epstein. That's what he actually meant. He wasn't making a joke about her losing her hair. He was making a joke about her killing Epstein. (laughs) Also, uh, as a side note, while we're talking about... uh, plots of movies that revolve around breaking into prison and killing Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, the Coward Hour live radio is down. Um, and that is, I'm sadder about that than I should be. I discovered that um, while I was waiting for you to jump into the the call, I, I usually what I oh, do, that's so sad. I get in the headspace as I pull up the Coward Hour live radio and it was down. Um, anyway, so pour one out for Coward Hour. Um, I, I hope it comes back. I, I do need that. Yeah, it's it's very important. Oh, that's where'd you dig this one up? Oh, it's it's, uh, it's back. 
I uh I do not like this picture at all. Um <laughs> Oh <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what I'm looking at right now. Um I'll tweet that out. Yeah, tweet that one out. No context. Just say like this bird is racist, uh, so that I've got some input in it. Um, okay, I got you. Uh, and while you do that, I'll uh, I'll steer us into the plug zone because I feel like we've we've gone for a little bit. We've uh, yeah, I've baselessly accused the creators of Stuart Little of being racist, um, and I have factually said that Stuart Little should die. Um, and uh, yeah, so with all that said. Uh, join the Discord. We've got some new people joining lately. It's uh, been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. We've got new people who are joining and then not immediately lurking, which is nice. Shout out to our yeah. lurkers. I love you all. But I love the lurkers. We love the lurkers. But you can say stuff. Folks, We're not mean. How awesome are the lurkers? Yeah. We're edgy for content. Yeah, I promise. I will never um, tell you to kill yourself if you say hello to me. Um, if you say hello to me, I will never call you a slur. Yeah. Um, and it is spe- Which it definitely can't be said won't for be. every Discord. Yeah. But. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Who's that? What about? can I be referring to? Um, uh. Yeah, bad boy crimes, you're on notice. But um. <laughs> Yeah, Skillshy called me a retard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's all right. <laughs> and they're allowed to do that. Yeah, and I'm not going to do anything about it. Uh, but no, so join the Discord. Uh, we will not call you the R word or any other words. We just won't. I make no promises. We'll ignore you uh, if you join the Discord. We will not interact with you at all. Um, <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DougZoneCast. Um, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you're listening to this on. Um, Spread the good word of the Doug Zone. Yeah, and if you if you're interested in uh, getting an envelope full of stickers with QR codes on them, uh, just let me know. <laughs> send me your home address, and uh, we will we'll see what to do. Um, I, well, I'll send you a, a book hollowed out, but yeah, in we'll the hollowed out portion of the book, <laughs> it's stickers. stickers. <laughs> um, but the like... stickers are in the shape of a gun, so that way, if you want to repurpose the book, it's like a reduce, <laughs> reuse, recycle. Um, and then, did we mention the TikTok? We have a TikTok now. I, yes, I have been manically posting on TikTok at Doug Zonecast. Yeah, are there uh, how many videos have we got up on there? There are two. There's two videos There's, up on there. Yeah. Um, if you, if I you... already tried to get silenced once. Yeah, and you that was very funny that they TikTok immediately shut down the Doug Zones account. Um let very powerful listeners, let I'm, me know if you want me to get on TikTok. I'll be bad. Yeah, I, yeah. I won't know how to do the dances, but uh The I, next time I'm manic, I will be posting more TikToks. Yeah. Do not worry. And the next time I'm depressed, I will be posting it'll just be like like the you remember that one TikTok, like the people who thought that someone was a serial killer? I'll just be doing that. Um, anyway, <laughs> true crime and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. And with all that said, uh, read Program to Kill. And finally, XOXO. Gossip Doug. <laughs>